This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman. And here from the Premier Advisory Group right here in Omaha, a local fiduciary looking out for your best interest. We focus on investments and insurance. Uh, we have an insurance company. We have a, a Medicare side that's a Bill Kaiser and Brenna, Brenda Dine and Run and Tax, Julie Moeller. So we have all kinds of stuff going on here and, and really there to make sure that you are on track for retirement while you're, if you're just planning for it or you're in retirement. We are here to help. We have a special guest today on the phone. Uh, he's actually not on the phone. He's live in the studio with me. Um, usually I talk to him on the phone now because we don't get to see each other in person too much. He has been on the show a lot in the past. I worked with him for a long time, like really like 20 years. We worked together in, in, in some capacity or another. And I mean, we can actually take it back. But in this industry alone, he has since retired. He uh, moved to sunny Arizona. And we'll kind of talk a little bit about that today, too, and, and see how that's going and see what's retirement like for a retirement uh, guy who, who spent a long time working with people in their, in their retirement planning. Um, his name is Bill Altman. It's my dad. Dad, welcome to the show again. Thank you, Bill. Great to be here. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I was thinking about all these uh, Bill Senior-isms over the past week. And it's like, you know, what, what would he say if you're, if you're telling somebody about retirement, right? You know, and, and somebody kind of gets a little worked up or anxious. The first thing that came to my mind was one of your isms, inch by inch, anything's a cinch. Yes, yes. <laughs> What's another one? How about the elephant? Well, you don't eat an elephant all in one bite, a bite at a time. How about that? You know, so really wise advice there and. And, and, you know, so that's important. Uh, my dad's back here for a different reason. He's back to see kids and grandkids. He's seen a couple of basketball games of, of my daughter um, while he's been back, back for about a total of 10 days. So we, we get him on the show, which is awesome. Um, but on top of that, he, has, he, he was able to make some very special deliveries, right? Yes. And, and different than the kind of delivery <clears throat> or... Um, <clears throat> You know, it's like these aren't these aren't clients that you're delivering it to. It's these are nonprofits. These are uh, you, you spent your life working with other people and and doing business and and building business and all that, and and now you're at this point where you got to act as a as a trustee, a successor trustee, yes. and hand out money and a lot of it. Yes, right. So tell us a little bit about that experience. Well, Bill, it all started back. You know, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, we go back quite a ways personally, but uh, prior to us being really involved full time together, uh, you know, I was uh, in the insurance and financial business, uh, meeting with people, trying to help them uh, in their in their planning and the retirement planning and so forth. I had the very honor and pleasure to meet a, a gentleman by the name of Harry here in Omaha, 
a single gentleman, uh, had worked at the post office all his life. When I met him, he was in 2001. He was, uh, already retired from the post office. Tell you a little bit about this gentleman. Um, again, he was, uh, single all his life. Uh, a very, very, uh, devout religious man. I would call him really a very holy person. And, uh, uh, he lived very, very simply, modestly, meekly, uh, but he was a very generous man in his lifetime, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit uh, later here, uh, after his uh, death. Uh, in 2001, I met him on a business relationship and started helping him with some planning and so forth, and, and you know, that developed into a friendship. I think often, you know, in life, uh, you have a business relationship, and you start start to become really friends. You know things about their family and their interests and so forth. So so to fast forward a little bit then, in uh, 2014, uh, we were talking to Harry. I was talking to Harry. And, you know, at the time, my son was would, knew Harry also became involved in, in his finances and planning and so forth. And uh, it, we, it was determined, uh, and Harry agreed that, hey, it's time to uh, maybe he had a wheel, but to try to, maybe set up a trust. That was the best thing for him with the size of his estate and so forth, uh, you know, for easy transfer assets after his death. So in 2014, I became his uh, uh, trustee. He had a wonderful lawyer in town here, Cynthia Epstein, who I recommend highly and prepare him uh, very diligent and very has much expertise in estate planning. And so she, she and her wonderful father, uh, Father Irv, uh, prepared a trust, the pile of attorneys, everything that was going to fit Harry's needs to the best. And then we list all the beneficiaries. Beneficiaries actually were all nonprofits, all charities uh, that Harry had a great uh, devotion to, so to speak. Uh, and all based on basically, if you talked about the poor and the needy from very different aspects of that, of that name, uh, that's what Harry was involved in. So 21 different nonprofits here right in Omaha. Again, very, very poor, needy organizations that use the funds very, very well, very little overhead. Almost everything goes to the poor and the needy. So anyway, uh, Harry, uh, last six months of his life, he was in hospice at the Josie Harper Center the last couple months. And, uh, and uh, he died on Christmas Day of 2021. Uh, at that time, uh, after his funeral, had a, his funeral at St. Peter's Catholic Church. Funeral, then I started uh, doing my duties of, uh, of taking care of, of the process of distributing assets to the beneficiaries. So, so again, fast forward. Uh, just this week, I'm in town, Omaha. I spent about four days uh, delivering uh, checks to uh, uh, 21 nonprofits. Uh, and uh, that was uh, probably the, the most fulfilling week I've had in a long time. You had a lot of very happy people. There was a lot of tears shed because a lot of these organizations were, were organizations, again, that really needed it. You know, I think now in these times of, of this year has been pretty volatile on the, on the economically. And, uh, 
a lot of people, I think, just they, they tightened their belt a little bit on their giving. So re- this money really came at a wonderful time. And uh, almost all these checks I delivered were six-figure checks. So he was, uh, had millions of dollars. Again, I was honored and I'll say blessed to be a part of, of helping carry out Harry's riches, um, wishes, I should say. So, you know, Harry, to get into the financial planning a little bit, uh, and again, my son Bill was, was very, very instrumental in all this, so I don't want to have any big light shine on, shine on me. But, uh, you know, Harry invested wisely. Uh, the power of compounding, you might say. He was a conservative man, but he has, he has assets uh, well diversified. Everything he had was financial assets. He always ran it. So, you know, he didn't spend much. He lived m- meekly and very simply, but very generously, I want to add again. He, he uh, gave very generous donations while he was living. But money to him was kind of like he would say to me, well, what do I need it for? I mean, what do I need it for? But so he, he knew that when he died, it was just going to accumulate more and then go to his charity. So we, we were blessed to, uh, to help Harry in the 20 years or so that uh, we knew him in, in helping increase his estate. Obviously he made all the decisions, but many of the recommendations uh, we made uh, were recommendations he took to heart and combined with his uh, intelligence and knowledge and taking advice, uh, he built a really good estate. And so now his money went to all the charities. Again, he was single, didn't have much. His parents were, had died a long time ago, just had an elder brother that was died, uh, died a long, long time ago. So it was basically very, very little uh, relation, but gave it all to charity. So what a wonderful story of a man who lived simply, meekly, humble, and charitably all his life. And then after his death, then he brought much, much hope and help to all these needy charities. Yeah, families and children and, and mothers. I mean, you name the charity. A lot of them tied, a lot of them more on the religious side of, of charities, a lot yes. tied into the Catholic Church, if I can say that. Uh, yes, uh, yes yeah. sure. You know, and, and so that was pretty amazing. And like my dad says, these charities aren't flush with cash. Um, there's a lot of need out there. There's n- they're not these massive organizations for the most part that are, that are nationwide, right? These are fairly yes. local um, and, and so that the, when those funds come in and they're able to continue their mission, they're able to continue God's work and, 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 and the way that they've set up through, through Harry's generosity. And my dad said Harry's generosity, not just after his death, but during his life, he was very generous. And again, did not take much to live. He just, he didn't need much to live on period. And so, so much just kind of went back into giving back. And when I've met with them several times, you know, I, I kind of got the impression that he actually, he kind of always wanted to have that family. Um, I, I heard that from him so many times, almost like a, it was a little bit of sadness to him um, it, when he would say that. I, I just felt that and I saw that with my own eyes. Um, it, and the fact that so much of, of, well, all of his money went to all of these charities and so many of them uh, 
dealing with families, dealing with impoverished families, kids, uh, single mothers. I mean, you name it. I mean, we can go on and on and talk about just a ton of different, different pieces. But I thought that was pretty important. And when I was talking to my dad about the distribution of it and, and how things, you know, how things went and Harry had a, he didn't have real estate, right? So we weren't trying to protect, uh, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. My dad's not a lawyer. We've worked with Cynthia Epstein for quite a while. So every once in a while we pick up a little tidbit or two. So I'll tell you that this is not legal advice whatsoever. Um, but I'll tell you that all of this money went into a trust, right? Just a regular revocable living trust, nothing fancy. You know, Cynthia set it all up for him. But everything was so incredibly spelled out that it, it just wasn't complicated at the end, right? You had to deal with different companies and, and getting everything into the trust, but then it gets into the trust and he's a, able to then abide by those trust wishes. The rules of the trust really is what I yes. call them. Yes. And, and it went very smoothly. Uh, and then you're able to, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of trustees would have, uh, you know, send a check out or, you know, had the bank or heck we could have had a PD Ameritrade do it, you know, cut a bunch of checks, you know, or the bank, a bunch of cashier's checks or however bank checks you send them out. Um, but he actually delivered every single one of these checks to every, all these charities, right? I mean, every yeah. one of them, every, the most, one, every, every one, one of them. Bill, yes. And I would imagine if I know my dad, right, he would go into these charities with the mindset of, uh, this is, this is what I want you to know about Harry. This is, and this is why this was important to them, to him. Is that fair to say? I was not with you on any of these appointments. That's so exactly right. Yeah. yeah, it was important to me that I tell them about Harry, his life, what he did. So they knew the person, and they truly wanted to know. They knew about him uh, and what he was about and then what he wanted to do. And so that gave real meaning, meaning to the gift, you know. Right, and, and proper estate planning, and not to tie, because this show is dedicated to Harry. I mean, there's no doubt about it. All the good that he's done um, is tremendous. I'm sure he's straight up, he went straight up, I would, I would have to imagine. <laughs> and, you know, you talk, we've talked before, you know, the show talks about everything, and I have a the seventh and eighth grade uh, religious ed class at St. Vincent that I, that I uh, look after, I suppose. I don't know what I do with it. <laughs> I teach these young kids. Um, and my uncle one time told me, you'll learn more than they will learn. And I think I, I think I now know what he means. But we talk about purgatory. Father Dan has actually come in to talk about purgatory before, right? And heaven, hell, and purgatory. And he says, you know, well, most people, Father Dan says, well, you know, me, you know, me I'm not perfect. I'm going to probably go to purgatory. They're going to make me think about some things for a while before they send me up, right? It, it's, it, and uh, Harry, though, I, I think Harry just skipped that part. I think he just went straight up, you know, because Father Dan did say, you know, it, it is said that you can, you, go, you can go straight up, too. You can skip that part. He said it's more on the rare side. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah. My dad's very religious and understands it very well. I could probably teach college theology, I would imagine. Um, <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, uh, Bill, I might add, you know, uh, about six months, six weeks or so before Harry died, uh, my wife, uh, she said, you know, he was in hospice, was doing pretty good, you know, in hospice, you know, you can do fairly well for quite a while. But uh, she said, Harry's going to die on Christmas Day. And about a week before Harry died, my wife was in a serious car accident down Tucson. And so she was in a hospital. And then we just moved her over to a rehab center uh, where she spent three weeks. But on uh, on Christmas morning, I was every morning, you know, I went early to we were with her at the rehab Christmas morning. 
the phone rings and I recognized it was uh, Josie Harper, you know, hospice the number. And I said, oh my gosh. And I remember I said, Lord, this is not a good time for Harry to die because I figured it was probably them saying Harry died. And sure enough, he said Harry had passed on. And so, uh, but then, so anyway. And mom called that, that that's interesting. Yeah. She, she said she just had, you know, I think women have a special gift. I feel, uh, of some call it intuition, you know, I guess, but anyway, you know, usually when she said she knew something, she said it very mildly. I said, it was probably true. And it came true. So, so he died on Christmas day and, and the, a very devout person. So I, um, I think the Lord took him right up and embraced him because uh, he was just that humble, generous heart. Didn't think of himself, just concerned about others. And he used to say, what do I need the money for? You know, so his goal, he just, he spent what he needed and, and gave generously while he was living. But then he had this, these many millions left over, so to speak, and all went to charity. So, and what an honor, what an honor for me. What a great honor for me to have met him back in 2021, uh, two, uh, 2001, I should say, and for Bill to meet him then in that process also and be able to serve him and help him and, and, ta- and kind of understand some of the advice we gave him, you know, uh, you know, Bill, my son, Bill, he works in everything, uh, guaranteed securities and everything. I was more focused on, uh, on fixed and guarantee. And, and that was kind of more of Harry's flavor, that type of thing, uh, what he liked, but he had a combination. He'd made changes when they needed it. And, uh, it just, uh, again, the power of compounding, he just let it compound, made changes and didn't spend much. And, and it accumulated. So. Right, right. And you got to carry on his wishes. And like we said, through proper estate planning and financial planning, we were able to achieve that with with relative ease, I would say. I don't think there was really any hiccups. You know, you always run into this company or that company that runs slower than the next or whatever the situation. But hey, that's life, especially life after COVID, <laughs> you know. You know, but at the end of the day, it went really smooth. It went quickly. And and, um, and Julie's Julie here works on, uh, doing all the tax stuff. In fact, I got a whole pile of, uh, pile of stuff here for you from Julie. Um, that, yeah. you know, and, and so it's just so incredibly important. We hear sometimes a big focus on, you know, dad, listen, I'll switch gears just a hair here. Um, you know, markets obviously Rocky and we're expecting Rocky. Uh, you just don't know when the Rocky's necessarily going to come. You know, you know that you know, Fed pumps a lot of money into the economy or they lower interest rates and it, it eases the supply of money, right? And, and so it becomes more available. It fills people's pockets. Then you send out stimulus checks and people spend it and then and, and stocks go up and companies do well and blah, 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 right? So sometimes, you know, it's, you know, even the, the best and greatest investors tell people um, don't try to time the market. And we've heard that. I remember back in, 0809, there's a gentleman here in Omaha who runs a large practice, a very large practice. And I remember I've seen several of his clients during the time they came over to us and they said, you know, we have a, we've been sitting on cash ever since that, um, after, so we went to cash 
like right during that 0809 crisis where the S&P was down 55% in 18 months. And during that time, so at some point they went to cash and it did cut some of their losses, right? Or prevented some losses, let's say that. But they also never got back, they didn't get back in at the right time. And, and, and so here, years later, after this, when the markets have rebounded significantly, they were still sitting in conservative or cash positions because there, I mean, there's a, you can read a lot on both sides. You can read people that are very pro markets, right? Very pro, uh, hey, we're, we're going to be bouncing back. Things are going to be just fine. It's going to normalize and stabilize and midterms are coming up and all that jazz. And you have people on the other side of the coin that are very pessimistic about the market. But isn't that how it's always been? I mean, Dad, you've been around for a little longer than me, right? Yeah. Uh, in life. Yeah. I, I mean, hasn't it always been that, though? Yes, yes, it has been. There's always going to be something, and that's my point. There's constantly something that is providing a headwind and a strong headwind at that. And you have your tailwinds. We have nice tailwinds, but we're always, you know, the news and the media and we as, as humans, I think, sometimes remember <laughs> those, those tougher times. Right. Or we or, or we want to think about the, wor- the the worst or we want to think about, um, you know, what could happen, you know, or and that's important. But it's important also to remember that each individual is different. Each individual has a risk tolerance and, and some people's is conservative. Hey, I don't need to make very much money. I'm not in it for that. I just want to kind of keep it all together. Like my dad said so many times before a client of his told him, my dad said, what is your primary, you know, concern or and he said hey, bill i just want to keep it all together is that something yeah, you remember yeah exactly you know and that's that's huge and it's important other people are on the other side of the spectrum and they say yes of course we want to keep things together but we're looking for more growth we want to build this and we're looking for more of that uh, 10% s&p annual average rate of return over history right but we need to balance we need green money safe money we need red money uh, m- money in the market that can achieve those higher returns everybody is different and, and you're rules based. You're not just doing it when you when you feel it or you think or because a bunch of different things happened and now is kind of the time. You you need to be pulling that trigger because there's a mathematical formula that said, "Hey, this is it." And you're using that same one every time. And it's not for all of your portfolio, but a piece of your portfolio. That's like our tactical rotation with the cash earlier in the spring. You know, just because it's following the rules. Everything's different. It's a proper to have a balanced portfolio. We're here to help. Dad, I appreciate you being on the show. It's been a fantastic show, I think. Um, honors to Harry. Honors to the 21 charities that received. And um, may they be blessed to carry on his wishes and act in their fiduciary responsibility with those funds. Amen, Bill. Wonderful. Well, thanks, for have, thanks for coming on. Our phone number here, local, 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. And you can go to bigomoney.com to schedule that complimentary consultation. We'd love to see you in bigomoney.com, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
B-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.